Hey, come on. Good morning, everybody. Why don't you give God a clap today? Clap wherever you're at, your watch party. Comment right now. Throw up some emojis, all that, because we're here in church once again. If you're brand new with us today, go ahead and text me at 702-727-8280, or just put new, I'm brand new, here in the comments. At Avenue Church family, you've been watching faithfully every single week. I just want to say thank you. So like the stream, share it, but also you got one hour to get in your car and to come on down here to the Avenue headquarters right over here behind me. We're going to have a drive-through. We're going to be wearing masks, but man, we can't wait to give you uh, a mug. Uh, Avenue kids, get on down here too. We're going to give you a whole kit to take home with you, but we cannot wait to see you. I want to see your face. And so get me on a phone, get in the car, and come on down here and see us. Man, if you need prayer, we would love to pray with you. Our prayer team's already here. We're going to pray over you today. Now, if you want to stay home, we got Growth Track, steps three and four today. And so join me in Growth Track. I'm going to step out of here and go right into Growth Track. And step three and four is all about what God is going to do in your life and how you can make a difference. We're still on our 21 days of prayer. And so make sure you go to Avenue church.cc and let us let me know you're praying with us whether it's you're starting today or you've already been in the 21 day journey we're gonna be on facebook live sending out texts and emails and we're believing for god's very best for your life now i hope you've been enjoying this uh series we are in a final message of this collection of talks and i really hope you've enjoyed it uh go ahead and tag me on Instagram, on Instagram stories, on Facebook, uh, at your watch party today. Everyone get your phones out all over Vegas. And I want you to let me know what this series has done for you. I know I've enjoyed it. I know it's challenged me. And man, I am so ready to change the world. I want to change the world. I want God to change me. But I want to change the world for God's praise and God's glory. But here's what I've learned. That I have learned that change, it really takes place over time. If it's instant, if it happened overnight, it's usually because we weren't paying attention. Now, uh, here in Las Vegas, we've been in phases. Uh, we've been at our homes for most of 2020. Restaurants have pivoted to outdoor dining, QR code menus. Uh, there's a mass mandate. And I remember during quarantine, uh, I preached an entire message in my living room. We had the cameras out, the lights out. I preached the message. And then we took the footage to my computer and I loaded it up. And I see some fat guy on my screen. And I'm going, ha ha, who's this fat guy? And I realized it was me. No, what happened? What's going on, right? Somehow I gradually gained a little cue love, all right? A little quarantine weight. Come on, somebody. Comment in the comments right now if you know what I'm talking about. But listen to me, listen to me. Out of all seriousness, that I, I gracefully asked our team, hey, guys, can we film again. I need a, a better shirt. I got to put spanks on, you know, like I, 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 I am so embarrassed. But listen to me. I want you to know that I had to gradually take my health back. It is a process. I started to, uh, I started biking in the mornings because running's demonic, all right? Can I get an amen right there? And even one morning, uh, the more I've been uh, biking and uh, around mountain's edge, I thought to myself, man, I got this. All right, this is getting easier day by day. 
But one morning, a man who looked much older than I am, all right, much wiser than I am, let's just say he was a silver fox, he flew right by me on his bike while I'm on my bike going uphill. And I thought to myself, whatever, I'm making zero progress. But listen to me, I am gradually getting there. It's one day at a time. I'm so excited to preach this word today because the title of my message is, I'm gradually getting there. I believe this is going to bless you today. I am gradually getting there. I'm in a season. I'm being stretched. I'm pursuing the overflow of my life. I may not be there, but guess what? I'm gradually getting there. Man, I can't wait to speak on this topic today because you are gradually getting there. It is a process. It is a season. It's not one storm. It's many storms. But church, I want you to comment today. I'm gradually getting there. And so I found this, uh, just this, this idea in the final uh, sermon of our, uh, of our series today in the book of Acts, in Acts 27. And here's the scene. The scene is Paul's a prisoner. He was arrested for preaching Christ. And he's now being transported by boat to another prison. And this is the scene that's found in verse 13, Acts 27, verse 13. And it said, they're on the boat, and it says, when a gentle south wind began to blow, they saw their opportunity. So they weighed the anchor, and they sailed along the shore of Crete. I love this, a gentle wind. Mm, it's just, it's everything so great, right? It's like Instagrammable, you know? This is an amazing journey. Before very long, this is life right here, a wind of hurricane force. Can I just do that right now, right? Like it's a gentle wind. It's going to be a beautiful day today. And all of a sudden, before very long, a wind of a hurricane force called the Northeastern swept down from the island. You understand that? that? I have noticed that most storms in our life, they don't just show up, but it's gradual. There are gradual things that become habits if we're not careful. You see, gradual means progressing slowly. Gradual means it's progressing slowly. Church, listen to me. It may be slow, but you're getting there. It's never a sprint. I, I wish it was quicker. I, I wish it was faster, but it's never a sprint. It's a marathon. Then you might be in a storm. You might be in the middle of a storm. But guess what? After the storm, we're still standing. We're standing on God's word. We're standing on the promises of God. Now listen to me, if you're taking notes today, if you're at your watch party, if you're sitting at home, I want you to write this down somewhere, get on, know it out, put a pen and paper out. But I want to write this today, how to change your circumstances. How to change your circumstances. Here's point number one in this series. This is how we're going to close it out. It's step by step, storm by storm. It's step by step, storm by storm. I'm gradually getting there, but I'm getting there step by step, storm by storm. Listen to me, church. It's a gradual process that has taken place without us even noticing it. I want to challenge you today. You can gradually change the world by gradually allowing God to change on the inside out. It's never overnight. Or you can gradually fall away from the faith, from the relationship, from community, by gradually moving towards the direction of the storm. See, I think there's a major 
misconception about spiritual growth. And I believe this is going to help somebody today, that there's so much that goes in this subject. But many times we think that once we get saved, once we accept Jesus into our heart, once we say, I'm saved, I'm redeemed, I'm a child of God, all of a sudden this is what we think happens. I have a, a chart. We think the moment we become a Christian, all of a sudden our spiritual growth, it just skyrockets. It just goes straight up. Like I am automatically better. I am automatically good. But really, this is what spiritual growth really is like. If you're not Christian, there's no growth taking place at all. But this is the reality of the Christian uh, life. Once you become a Christian, it becomes a gradual growth process. And I want you to see this right here. It takes years. It's not by days. It's not by weeks. It's not by months, but it's by years. We are going on a gradual process in growing closer to God, growing in our relationship with Jesus. But listen to me, you can also grow gradually colder. You can be progressing slowly in a, in a distant relationship with God. That one day you might wake up and you're not sure if you can make it through the next storm. Maybe this is a better chart for some of us today. We go in the next one here. I'll put some tornadoes in here, all right? There's the Hurricane Northeasterner right there, because this is what it's like. In spiritual growth, it's storm by storm, step by step. And I have often noticed people will gradually decline in their spiritual growth when they're in a storm, when it's tough, when it's difficult. And I believe this is the word for many of us today because you're either in a storm or you're heading towards a storm or you just left the storm. That you might be in the storm this year. Maybe, I don't know, I'm going to take a guess. Maybe you're in a storm this year called 2020. All right, maybe it gradually came on in January or February. Maybe it's just a gentle, soft breeze. Maybe, you know, I know churches all over America were saying 2020 is the year of vision. Come on, somebody, right? It's the year of overflow. Come on, more in 2020. God's going to do amazing things. And then before very long, a hurricane showed up, right? A storm showed up. But listen to me, Paul didn't cause it and the crew didn't cause it. Now, here's what I think. Here's a summary of your year in 2020. Read this in the next slide. We took such a violent battering, all right? I'm going to say beating, all right? We took such a violent beating from the storm that we began to throw cargo overboard. Here's the next thing I want you to do. I want you to throw it out. We're getting beat up. We're getting hit from every which direction. Here's what I want you to do. You want to change your circumstances? Throw it out. When you're getting beaten, you tend to get rid of what's unnecessary. I got to amen myself right there. Come on. You don't need social media that much. You're going to cancel that subscription. You're going to get rid of that toxic relationship. You're going to unplug the TV. It's time to throw out the non-essentials. But if you're watching this today, you need to throw it out. There is something in your life, there is someone in your life who is limiting you, who is stopping you, who is distracting you from the overflow, from the miracle that God has for your life. And here's what it is doing. You know what it is doing in your life? It's making you give up all Hope. Here's what it says in verse 20. It says, neither sun nor stars appear for many days. The storm continued 
raging. This feels like 2020, doesn't it? Continues to rage. Where's the good news? And we finally gave up all hope of being saved. And here's what it says in verse 21. Paul stood up before them and said, men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up the courage because not one of you will be lost. Come on. Not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be (laughs) destroyed. Wait a minute, right? You're going to survive, but your ship is going to be destroyed. Do you know how many people in this day and age, they need hope? Do you know I need hope? You know, hope changes everything. And listen to me. The storm was not being interpreted by Paul. Someone needs to hear this today. The storm was not being interpreted by Paul as divine judgment, but but rather as the result of circumstances. You are not being punished. Someone needs to hear that today. You are not being punished. We have a God who loves you, a God of grace, a God of mercy. You belong to Christ. He loves you, even if you don't know him yet, even if you don't love him yet, but you belong to God. The church belongs to God. God said, upon this rock, I will build my church. During the season, keep up your courage. Join us for 21 days of prayer. Join us online on Sundays. Get in a a Zoom group. I want you to not to gradually drift away. Don't give in to the beating of the waves. Man, don't give up hope. Don't isolate yourself. Don't remove yourself. But you will get through the storm. I want you to comment today. I'm gradually getting there. I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for progress. I am gradually getting there. Man, I will not give up hope. Come on, somebody. I'm fired up today. How many remember that song? Through the storm. I'm so sorry, team. I would just want to, you know, how many remember that song? Through the storm, he is Lord, Lord of all. And here's what it says in verse 30. It says, in attempt to escape from the ship. <laughs> it's like, there's a storm going on. Hey, we got to get off this ship. The sailors let the light boats down into the sea, pretending. They were pretending they were going to lower some anchors from the bow. You know, currently uh, here in Nevada, there's a mask mandate. And you have to wear a mask wherever you go. And I got to tell you, it is so hard for a death pastor because I read lips. So I go somewhere, I say, yes, uh, I would like a number two and this is all I hear. Uh, what kind of burger would you like on that? Would you like to have a number five or a number six? You want pickles? Or, I can't hear anything in my hearing aids and all this stuff. But uh, man, uh, the more I begin to think about this, the more I begin to realize we've always wore a mask, even before COVID. I want to be honest with you. I used to go to church conferences early on and people ask me, how's your church? I say, oh, great. It's amazing, right? Like we need to rent out, rent out the Bellagio Casino for services. It's going so great. But how many know many of us, we wear, we wear masks. We wear masks online. We wear masks on our social media. We wear masks on what we post. 
We wear a mask when we walk into the church. We wear a mask when we walk out of the church. I can prove it to you. You'll be fighting in your car. You say, I hate you. I want out of this relationship. You point to the church parking lot. You say, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We can't do that anymore. Now you're yelling at someone and you're commenting like, hallelujah. This is so good. Listen to me. I have a word of the Lord for you today. Stop pretending. Stop pretending. You know, I want to pastor you for a little bit. I found that you cannot change. You cannot change until you stop pretending. Change people, stop pretending, and they start healing. But you're only as sick as your secrets. But you don't have to be sick anymore. That God can set you free. But in order to escape from the ship, they pretended to lower the anchors. Here's what I love that Paul did. Paul called them out. Paul called them out and said, I need you to stay here. Do not quit. You what Paul did, and here's our next point for us today. Paul said, I need you to stay in the boat. One of the worst times for you to get out of a boat is during a storm. I want you to stay in the boat. Don't quit. Don't give up. Stay with that marriage. Stay with that church. Stay with the ship. Stay with your relationship with Jesus. See, typically the worst decisions are made during a storm. Sometimes it takes more faith to stay than it does to leave. Can I get a witness, somebody? It takes more faith to stay than it takes to leave. And here's what it, and here's what it says in verse 33. Just before dawn, Paul urged them all to eat. Man, I love Paul. Come on, somebody. This is great. All right. He says, for the last 14 days, you have been in constant suspense and you've gone without food. You haven't eaten anything. Now I urge you to take some food. You need it to survive. Not one of you will lose a single hair from your head. So here's point number four is I want you to eat and I want you to rest. Eat and rest. I'm going to give you probably the most spiritual thing you can do during a storm. And that is to simply eat and rest. Eat and rest. Be still and know He is Lord. You know, probably a better way we can uh, re-paraphrase the Scripture is that Paul would have said, you have been in constant suspense for five months. You've gone without food. You haven't eaten. You need to take the word. You need to take prayer. You need to get in community. You need it to survive. Not one of you will lose a single hair from your head. Listen to me. This is crucial. You need to eat and you need to rest. You need to eat upon God's word. Feast upon his word. But you need to rest. But there's one more thing that we need to do. And this is what it says in verse 40 in your Bibles. And it says this, Cutting loose the anchors, they left them in the sea. At the same time, they untied the ropes that held the rudders. Listen to me, church. They cut loose the anchors. I want you to cut loose it. Cut loose it. This is a personal conviction for me. That it's great to have a plan. 
It's great to have a plan B. It's great to have a plan C and D and E. I want you to comment right now. Are you a planner? All right. You, you need to go to our growth track because we need planners. We need task-oriented people. But it's great to have a plan. I think it's extremely wise. For an example, if the job doesn't work out, man, you have another job lined up. You have a fallback plan. If that doesn't happen, well, I'm prepared and I have another plan. This is great. But listen to me, this is my personal conviction that when it comes to my calling, plans that God has for my life, there is no plan B. There's no fallback plan. Man, I don't plan on falling. I don't plan on failing because my God is good. My God has a plan for my life. Who am I speaking to today? There isn't a plan B. Come on, I'm going to get cheesy here. Are you ready for Pastor Joe? There isn't a plan B, but a plan G, and that's God. It's his way, not my way. Super cheesy, but it's God's way. No tests, no gimmicks, no deals. God, if you do this, I'll stay according to your plan. No, I don't plan on failing. What? Do you need to cut loose? What is it? What is in your life, if you got rid of it, your life would be better? What is it in your life, if you got rid of it, if you cut it loose, you threw it overboard, and your life would dramatically improve? I want to know, what is it? Sometimes we need to cut the plan B. Sometimes we need to burn the ships. And we say, I am all in for Jesus Christ. And here's what it says in verse 41 as we completely close this down. But the ship struck a sandbar and ran aground. The bow struck fast and would not move. And the stern was broken to pieces by the pounding of the surf. And this is what it says. The soldiers planned to kill the prisoners to prevent any of them from swimming away and escaping. But here's what took place. But the centurion wanted to spare Paul's life. He kept them from carrying out their plan. He ordered those who could swim to jump overboard first and to get the land. And I love this. The rest were to get there on planks or on other pieces of the ship. And in this way, everyone reached land safely. I want you to see this today. They were on broken pieces. Man, they were on planks. They were on pieces of ship. I mean, but they got there safely. Guys, you will make it on broken pieces. But sometimes we think, man, we, we need to arrive at our destination fully intact on a cruise ship, right? Don't judge me. But the, sometimes the greatest journeys are the broken ones. Sometimes the greatest journeys are the broken ones. And I want to tell you, I don't like it. I don't like it. But sometimes the shipwrecks of life, the storms of life, are what change me from the inside out. It's the broken pieces that God wants to use to change the world, to change your family, to change your outlook, to change your life, to increase your reach. That's why the Bible says, I must decrease so you can increase in my life. It's through the broken pieces that we can see Jesus. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. You are going to make it, Avenue Church. You're going to make it. Whoever's watching online today, you are a broken piece. And that's exactly what God wants to use to change the world. And so if you're watching here today and you said, Pastor, 
man, I, I felt like I quit long ago. Maybe you're saying, Pastor, I have it in my life that's keeping me down. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus today. I need to recommit my life to Him because I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I was too broken for God to use me. But listen to me. They were on planks and broken pieces, but God got them there safely. You will make it. So bow your heads and close your eyes wherever you're watching from. I would love to pray with you today. Dear Heavenly Father, God, thank you. God, thank you for this incredible series. That, Father, I pray this collection of talks begins to change us and begins to change the world. Father, I thank you for everyone watching online today. That, Father, I pray you begin to fill them with hope. Father, you begin to fill them with vision for their life. That, Father, I pray you begin to help us understand what is it in our life. Is it someone, something, a, a plan B, or what is it in our life that we need to toss overboard? We need to cut it away from our life. Maybe you're watching here today. You came to this stream today. You came to online church today. And you say, I don't have any hope. Man, pastor, I don't have any purpose for my life. I feel beaten by the storm. It hasn't been five months. It's been five years or 10 years. Or Man, I've just been going through a difficult season in my life. But I realized today I'm going to make it. And if that's you today, you say, I want to give my life to Jesus. Or I want to recommit my heart to him. I want you to pray this prayer today. Come on, wherever you're at, bow your heads, close your eyes, and say, Jesus, I need you. Say, thank you for dying on the cross. Say, thank you for paying for what I did. So today, I receive your forgiveness. Say, be Lord of my life. Say, the best way I know how, I'm going to live for you. Say, Jesus, I now know who I am. Come on, I'm saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. Come on, everybody give God a shout of praise because I am gradually getting there. Come on, somebody clap. I want you to celebrate because someone prayed that prayer today. Now, if you prayed that prayer, go ahead and text me at 702-727-8280. You can text the word hope or you can just text your name and say, I accepted Jesus today. And I would love to get you connected and to help you find your next step. So come on, church. I think uh, the, uh, the drive throughs already going to start. And so get your cars. Head on down here. We're going to be here until 3 p.m. today. I would love to see your face. And church, I'll see you again next week. Come on now. That is how you end a series. And hey, if you said yes to Jesus today, be sure to text the word HOPE to us at 702-727-8280. We're so excited for you and thankful to be on this journey with you. We just want to send you some resources to help you take your next steps. Church, we've had such a great time with changed people, change the world. And we hope you've loved it too. We want to see you in the comments. Drop your favorite quotes, your favorite messages from the past few weeks in the chat. We truly believe that we can do exactly what Pastor Jeremy said last week. We can make a huge impact on our city for Jesus. And we count it an honor to serve Las Vegas with you, church. Hey, don't forget, if you want to jump on the team with us, join us for Growth Track Steps 3 and 4 today at 11 a.m. We actually have a few people graduating today, and we are so excited for you. And hey, even if you miss steps 1 and 2, that's totally okay. You can hop in at any step and complete the ones you missed next month. Church, that's all I have for you. Don't forget to click share on the stream today, and we'll see all of you as you come on by our drive through today. Now join me as we welcome our special guests at the after party.